I'm starting to learn when people at a game shout, I still own you. It's because they actually own a portion of the franchise. I thought Aaron Rodgers was just being random or being extra. And it turns out that he actually does own a portion of the Bears. Welcome to Not Your Average Cheerleader NFL Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Gibbs. And here we cover the NFL players, the game, the contracts. Man, we even cover the injuries. So I need you to sit back, relax. If you're all about the NFL, you're in the right place. I'm about to throw some commentary your way. So you know what? Go ahead and grab your coffee, grab your tea, grab your food, because we're about to get this party started. I'm about to run out of water. Um, so welcome <laughs> to another episode of Not Your Average Cheerleader, hosted by me, Ashley Gibbs. As you know, every episode is brought to you by the coffee that's in my cup, but because today I just finished a workout, I'm drinking water, and I'm almost out of it. Like, you know, the alkaline water that you drink? I swear, y'all, I am not, like, you know, promoted or, like, ad service or whatever. I'm just a fan of certain things, and on this podcast, I'm a fan of iced coffee, and of course, alkaline water. And that's what I was drinking when I finished doing my yoga and then said, let me hop on and record my podcast so I don't forget we're on episode nine. Episode nine. I guess I'm wondering, is your team winning right now? Mine's not. So I'm going to get into the topics. And topic number one, of course, I just kind of did it in the intro. Rogers shouting, I still own you at the Bears game where Green Bay Packers beat the Bears 24 to 14. QB Aaron Rodgers it was when he scored a touchdown and like he was so extra like ah like oh my god like I still own you ah and I was just like okay let me go watch this highlight of Aaron Rodgers being extra I thought he was just being extra and then I watched an interview with Tom Brady and they talked about you know asking Tom Brady what does he own does he own like part of the Jets or New York in any way because he's always beating the Jets or whatever it may be And they were referring to how Aaron Rodgers actually, I guess, owns like a small portion of the Bears franchise or the stadium. I think it might actually be the stadium. It might not actually be the team. Um, Should that be a conflict of interest? But no. So the point is, is that he owns something in relation to that team slash stadium or whatever you want to call it. Feel free to message me and give me the full deeds on that. I just felt like it made sense if he's actually shouting, I still own you. Or I own the field you play on. I don't know. He owns something there. And I thought he was just being facetious or crazy or extra or just super like taunting wise. But no, he actually probably does own something there. And that was actually a literal statement. I could be reading too much into it. Am I reading too much into it? It's possible. Still, the Packers won. And the truth is, Green Bay's won the last 19 out of 22 games against the Bears. So in reference, if you think about it, he actually does own them because he's always beating them. If you look at it from that perspective. Um, So I don't know if you watched the game. Of course, we're interested to see where the Packers are going to go this season after all the drama that happened down in or up in Green Bay. I'm in Virginia. So up in Green Bay. And it's good to see them play well. I just feel like they can't cover Devontae Adams. Is it Devontae? Listen, all I know is they can't cover that wide receiver to save a life. Who knows? Anywho, let's move on to topic number two. Topic number two. I have so much to cover We're going to be here for a good second minute, maybe more. But the Ravens versus the Chargers game backfired. Listen, you know how last episode I sat here and I was like, hey, the game to watch. I said Ravens versus Chargers because they were both four and one, you know, at the height or whatever they were doing. Turns out 
the Ravens handed the Chargers a beatdown. I wanted to say another word, but you know, we, we try not to curse on this podcast as best as we can. Um, so the Ravens handed the Chargers a tremendous beatdown, 34 to 6. That's just embarrassing. Um, it's really embarrassing. It's just like, what the hell happened, Chargers? I need to know. Do we need to have a meeting? Do we need to come together? Do we need to do a woo-saw? Because that just, just they just beat the bricks off the Chargers. And the truth is, if you go back and look at the tape, the Chargers could not stop the run game. They just could not do it. If it wasn't the running backs or the tight ends, it was basically Lamar Jackson running that ball in himself. Oh, dear God, they just could not do anything. It was sad to watch. It was like, okay, you're just going to leave that pocket wide open for him to run through? Okay, all right. I mean, if you're not going to stop the run game, then guess what? They're going to keep running the ball down your throats. Um, and the truth is a lot of fans were saying they weren't expecting a blowout. I think like me, they were expecting a really big, close game like we've been seeing for a lot of team faceoffs. And this was not it. It was such a letdown. I don't know about you. Let me know how you feel about the game. I felt like it was just a letdown. Like, oh my gosh, just embarrassing. I don't know what to do with that information. I expected more and it didn't, ha- It it's not giving what it was supposed to give. Luckily, I didn't spend my money to watch that game because I would have been like, oh, this is it? Oh, okay. Well, and then in that, if you think about like the the Titans, hell, the Titans beat the Bills. Now that was shocking Remember when I said that the Bills are going to beat the Titans? I was wrong. Um, the Titans beat the Bills 34 to 31, but at least that game was closer. You know what I'm saying? Like, at least that game had something. Derrick Henry, let's just talk about Derrick Henry for a second. Derrick Henry's built different. I don't care what anybody says. In that game, it was like 76 yards. That guy's built different. Do you? Would you rather be charged with um, having to block <laughs> Derrick Henry or being tackled by like Nick Bosa, like, <laughs> or uh, ooh, give me another one. There's, like, I'm just throwing that question out there. Would you rather have a coach say, "Hey, I need you to block Derrick Henry when he gets ready to charge through the ball," or have your coach say, "Hey, I need you to take a a, a shutdown from Nick Bosa, like the biggest tackle Nick Bosa can give." I would love to hear it because I I would have some people say, "I'd rather take the tackle from Nick Bosa because I'm not I'm not even gonna try to risk my life." to be blocked by, to block Derrick Henry. I'm not doing it. Did you watch him the last season and this season? It's just ridiculous. Homeboy was by himself too. And I think he looked like he was jogging. Go back and watch the play. When he ran that 76 yard touchdown, he was out there by himself, just jogging. Like he uh, still running faster than I do on a good day. Um, He was jogging and I'm just like, oh, okay. No one's gonna, no one's even gonna try. You don't wanna risk your lives either. Even though you have pads on. No, mm mm-mm. They were like, no. So I just had to throw that out there. Everyone right now is like, Derrick Henry is a different beast, different animal. Oh, no. Okay, I get it. Sorry. I just had an ADHD. Like, I had a moment. Forgive me. I actually do, you know, not going to go into all that extra stuff. But I just had, like, a brain fart moment. So um, turns out, because I talk really fast on this podcast, with no coffee, it turns out that it was, um, would you rather have to block Miles, um, block Derrick Henry or take a tackle from Miles Garrett. You know exactly who that is. Dude's arms, I don't even know how they fit 
into the daggone jersey, like at all, with pads on. I don't, his arms out look like machines. So I need to know. For me, I, I'll be honest with you, I opt out of the question. I don't know what I would feel because Miles Garrett looked like he could tear somebody up. And then at the same time, Derrick Henry looked like he will shut you down. You saw how he was out there by himself jogging to the end zone. So there you go. Go watch those highlights from that Titans um, and Bills game. <laughs> the Bills were like, we got to play next week. <laughs> The Bills were like, no, I'm good. We got to play next week. I'm not even going to (laughs) attempt to try to block Derrick Henry. (laughs) They were like, yo, just take the L. Okay, we're going to take the L. (laughs) I'm not even mad at the Bills. I would too. All right, let's get into my top five teams for this week. Well, first, let's look at my predictions. So week six, I made some game predictions and... I got 11 out of 14 right. Like, y'all, be proud of me. I'm out here just, at first I was like, ooh, I'm feeling lucky. 11 out of 14, 11, I must bet that number because apparently 11 is where I keep landing. Um, I definitely said, and this is for week six. Please don't come for me. Ashley, they didn't win. Well, duh, I'm doing week six. That was last week. Um, so week six predictions. I did the Bucks versus the Eagles. I said the Bucks. I got that right. Dolphins versus the Jags. I actually said the Jags and I got it right, y'all. Jags won a game. Look at them. You guys go. Um, Chiefs versus Washington. I said the Chiefs. I'm still not sold on how the Chiefs are playing this season. I don't trust their defense. Rams versus the Giants. If the Rams didn't beat the Giants, I don't know what it is about these, like, I don't want to say low-level teams, but teams that we just don't expect to win. That's worse. I'm sorry. That was mean. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The teams we just don't expect to win. Um they come up and they beat the teams that we do expect to win out of nowhere. And it's like, why can't you play like that the whole season? Um, So Texans versus the Colts. I chose the Colts. I was right. Um, The Texans. So here's what I found out information wise regarding Deshaun Watson, who has not touched a ball this entire season, of course, because of the current alleged um, cases um, of harassment, assault, all that kind of stuff. Um, allegedly, again, there's no final decision on those cases. The cases are still pending on him. It's a lot of charges. Um, currently right now, there is a heavy rumor. And by heavy, I mean, this could go down in the next couple hours after I'm done posting this, is that he's being traded to the Miami Dolphins. They are close to an end deal. I think three picks for Deshaun Watson. Remind you, you know, we had a lot of drama just take place over the week. And of course, Deshaun Watson is still in the midst of that. But yes, so keep your eyes peeled for that. That is a rumor that is heavily to be signed, sealed, delivered by the end of this week. Um, Keep your eyes peeled. I'm only reporting what I read and what I find and handing it to you here for those who don't want to go do all that extra work. I do it for you. So that's just what's going on with that. But we, as of right now, we still don't expect the Texans to win anything. Um, Bengals versus the Lions. I chose the Bengals. Packers versus the Bears. We just reported on that game. Packers won. I chose them. Chargers versus the Ravens. This is where I failed, y'all. I said the Chargers. I actually thought they were going to win. Ha! Psych. Nope. Um, Vikings versus the Panthers. I chose the Vikings. I was right. Cardinals versus the Browns. I chose the Cardinals because who's going to bet against the Cardinals right now? No one. Who? Which team do you think can actually beat the Cardinals right now? Like, Cardinals are still the only ones with the highest ranking um, ratings right now. I think they're, what, 5-1? and one? I want to say. So, yeah. Who do you think can actually beat the Cardinals right now? I want to hear from you. 
go to www.naturalavericecheerleader.com. Let me know. I'll share it on here next episode. Or you can go to um, DM me on Instagram under Ashley Gibbs. Uh, Cowboys versus the Patriots. I chose the Cowboys. I wasn't crazy enough to pick the Patriots, even though that was an interesting game. Raiders versus the Broncos. So wait a minute. So I chose the Broncos. I was wrong. The Raiders won that game like 30-something to whatever the score was that, you know, the Broncos just got. Um, and that's a missed everything with the uh the recent head coach they did have, John Gruden, that resigned due to some emails that spanned. I want to make sure that everyone knows. And you can go, of course, to YouTube, watch some more backstory on this as it kind of unfolded over time, over the couple weeks. Um, we found that it wasn't just one email about that um, exec um, back in 2010. It was more emails from 2011 to 2018. So you're talking about a seven-year span of email conversations that included t- like just horrific, in my opinion, racist, sexist, um, just uh, all kinds of phobic, all kinds of stuff in there. Um, and that was all what led to him resigning as head coach. So, um, I like to think I was talking about this with a teammate and he was saying just how noticeably different the Raiders played this um, week, this past week versus when John Gruden was their head coach. And it just seemed like a totally different team. It looked like a team that was like, yo, we feel, I hate to say it. They felt free almost. I'm not going to say, I don't know. I don't know nothing about the locker room. I don't have any, you know, quotes or anything from inside the the franchise all I'm saying is all we can go by is what we see this team was playing very well following the resignation of John Gruden so that's all I'm saying I'd love to see I'm gonna keep my eye on them see how well they play moving forward but you know about all that drama go do your you know I hate to say go do your research because you know what you're you may not be a scholar. You may not be that person who wants to go read. But if you do see any articles about it that are from reputable sources, of course, you got to be careful with media because media wants headlines. But do some digging. If, you know, everybody seems to have the same sources, that means somebody out there is giving this information from inside. So um, that's all I know. I don't know anything else. All I know is, you know, if you're going to continue to use any sort of language like that, that's offensive to a community, period, you need to go. That's that's hands down how we feel at Not Your Average Cheerleader. Don't condone it. I'm glad he's gone. Period. You can come back at me if you want to. I honestly don't care. Um, I never said anything about Deshaun Watson playing. I don't think he should be playing either. I'm sorry. Like, as long as you have charges pending against you, I don't think he should be playing. I think he should be on that list, that magical list that the, you know, head person of the NFL has that Roger Goodell has access to that says you can't play. So that's just my two opinions. I, I stay kind of quiet about it because this is a podcast, but I think at the same time, this is affecting football. And I just want to put my thoughts out there. That's my two cents. I'm not going to spend 20 minutes on it preaching. Let's keep going. Seahawks versus the Steelers. I chose the Steelers about time they won something. I still don't believe in Big Ben. I just don't. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry to my cousin because she's a big Steelers fan. And they finally won, but I'm still not sold. Bills versus the Titans. I chose the Bills. And guess what? I was wrong. I was so wrong. If the Titans want, listen, again, if I had to choose between getting tackled by Miles Garrett freaking tackling Derrick Henry, I got to play next week. 
that's going to be my excuse. I got to play next week. All right. So that's my predictions that I did for week six going into um, based on these games. Um, I want to go into topic number three. Is your team winning? Mine is not. The 49ers, what are they, two and three? It's just, it's getting worse. Like, oh my gosh. It is, it's getting worse. I hope this bye week, the 49ers do some actual physical labor, some work. You know, they said that Jimmy, wait, am I jumping ahead of my own topics? I think so. Doesn't matter. You know, they said that Jimmy G was out there practicing, but Trey Lance isn't. I swear to goodness, I swear on my Cheerios and my iced coffee. If Jimmy G is out there and he gets out there and throws a bunch of picks and costs us the game, I'm going to be hot. I will forever be a 49ers fan. I'm not going to give that up. I'm not a bandwagoner. I just want us to play well. We have the weapons. We have, I don't understand why they don't give Debo Samuel the ball sooner. Like you wait till the fourth quarter to want to hand your best weapon on the team, the ball. And then he goes and does exactly what you're paying him to do, which is play well. And he's breaking records. He's like in the top five with receiving yards. I don't know what they're doing. I can't even, I couldn't, if y'all came and asked me today, hey, Ashley, what are the 49ers doing? I would look at you legit and be like, I don't know. It's a math problem I can't solve. I just can't do it. And so we look at going into, is your team, I just answered my own question. I want to know from you, is your team winning? Are you happy about how they're performing? What would you like to see them do better? Don't I sound like one of those, one of those, um, one of those survey guides? What would you like to see us do differently? I'd like to see you win. But anyway, we can't all get what we want. Cowboys are still five and one. Ezekiel Elliott right now, y'all, is third in the league with rushing yards. He's at 521. I guess when you go back to Hard Knocks and his whole storyline was the weight he lost and like how he's eating better and wrapping gifts using 20 million pieces of tape and wrapping paper, I guess you could say it's benefiting him tremendously because the Cowboys right now are showing up and showing out. Let's just see how they do when they get to the playoffs. I'll believe it when they get to the playoffs, and then we can reconvene and have this conversation. Derrick Henry right now is number one with 783 yards, but are we shocked? Nobody wants to block that guy. Um, Kyle Shanahan, they're saying he's to blame for the 49ers being two and three. So we're going back to the 49ers for a second. They're saying that Kyle Shanahan is the one that it's his fault, that he's not necessarily doing a great job of uh, utilizing his players because Kyle Shanahan is a magician with play calling. There's some plays I'd be like, oh, that was cute. They didn't catch that. Even I didn't see that coming. Oh, you handed it to the fullback. I call him Juice because I can't pronounce his last name. Remember, I tried spelling it on like episode six or seven and I just butchered it. So I just call him nickname Juice, um, nickname BA as well. They're getting on BA a lot. Um, it's like, it's Brandon Ayuk. I- I want to say, I'm, I don't want to say his name wrong, but I probably just did. I apologize. Um, so I call him BA. Um, and they're getting on him saying he's not giving what he was supposed to have gave either. And the 49ers is like, I spent my money and it's not giving what it's supposed to gave. So <laughs> only a few people out there would get that reference. Um, I don't blame Kyle Shanahan for it. I think he just needs to get his coaching strategy together and really build some consistency with the team. That's key. Like, at the end of the day, you can't have one good game and then go and suck the next week and then, you know, flumble it like the week after next, but decide you want to win on the the fourth week. It doesn't work that way. Um, You know, learn from your opponents almost. And then you have, you know, the Cardinals who beat the Browns. Let's talk about this game for a second. The Cardinals beat the Browns 37 to 14. 
And now the rumor mill all over Twitter is Baker Mayfield done. Oh, he's out right now for his shoulder. He's not playing. The backup's going in. And they're wondering, oh, my God, is Baker Mayfield done? Is it not giving what it's supposed to give? Keep in mind, the Browns are putting up, out. okay, not counting this game. The Browns are putting up points. Remember when they got 42 points and still lost? Uh, that was mean. I'm sorry. You're right. I apologize. That was rude. But remember? Remember when they scored over 40 points and they still lost? Y'all know I'm not a Browns fan at all. I'm not even a fan of Baker Mayfield to any degree. I don't think he's done. I just think that, you know, they, I don't know what it is. I couldn't tell you if I wanted to because not like, except for this game, it just means the Cardinals defense did what they were supposed to do. They held them the 14 points because you got to remember the Browns were putting up 30 and 40 points. So honestly, this is a testament to the Cardinals defense. That's who you need to pay more attention to. We got some of these teams that are scoring 30 and 40 points and then they get up against a really good team with a good matchup and they only score like 14 points or 11 points or whatever it may be. That means the defense stepped up. They kept you from really putting a whole bunch of touchdowns on the board. So that says a whole lot. I feel like when I see high scores of like 41 or 34 to 31 or whatever it may be. That just means the defenses weren't as strong and the offenses just did a great job of driving down the field every time they got the ball in their hands and it really came down to a field goal kick. And that's just my assessment of game. You got to look at it from that way. You That's why you have to remember defense wins games. I don't care. It doesn't matter how great your offense is if your defense doesn't step up and do what they need to do. And that's what's happening with a lot of teams. Their defense is letting the offense run all through there and score points. And if you don't want to step in the way of Derrick Henry, fine. And the four of y'all get together and figure it out. If it takes all four of y'all to hold him, then it takes all four of y'all. Okay? So I'm still angry about that game. But that I don't think Baker Mayfield done. I don't think they're ever going to get rid of Baker Mayfield. I don't even think they're ever going to trade him. I'd be shocked if they did. And I don't think it's coming. I think Odell needs to get out of there. That's my assessment. I think I finally saw him on the field, y'all. You know, I was watching the games. I was like, oh, there goes Odell. Remember I asked about him last week? I was like, hey, has anyone seen OBJ? And turns out he's playing. Okay. I just haven't seen a lot reported on him. That's all. So looking at... The, the topics and going in thinking about my top five pick, I did alter it a little bit. Number one, compared to like the week before last I did. Number one is the Cardinals. Number two is the Ravens. Number three is the Cowboys. Number four is the Bucks. And number five is the Packers. Okay, how you feel about that list? The Bills are not on it. If I had to go like top seven, the Bills would be at number six, but it's hey, everyone can get back in the top five. This is a this is a you know winner takes all. Okay, so if you didn't hear your team, it's okay. They can get back up here. <laughs> but yeah, I, I never thought the Cardinals would be first, and they're first right now, and the Ravens are second. And my sister's team, the Cowboys, are still in it to win it. So bless their hearts. Um, that's a little bit country, but I love it. Week seven predictions. Let's get into it as we get ready to close out this episode. I appreciate y'all sticking with me and my random banter. I promise I be, I'm reading from notes. I almost say I be reading from notes, but I'm not that, I'm not going to go that laid back. Um, I'm reading from notes that I have to take because you know, every episode I do research, I go study, um, tape, look at highlights. I rewind stuff. I could, you know what? I might as well report on it. I guess I am somewhat of a, a journalist or analyst, if you will, a minor one. Don't try to put me in that category. Um, so week seven, y'all know lucky number seven, that's my tattoo seven. 
I just love that number. There's something special about the number seven. So this is the week. My predictions are as follows. Colts versus the 49ers. I never bet against my own team. If we don't beat the Colts, though, come on. Beat the Colts, please. So 49ers, I chose them. Broncos versus the Browns. I actually chose the Browns in this. But I'm leaning towards the Broncos just because Baker Mayfield's not playing. But who knows? He may not play. Hell, they may play better. So I'm going to go ahead and choose the Browns. Washington versus the Packers. I chose the Packers. Um, Bengals versus the Ravens. I chose the Ravens. Panthers versus the Giants. I chose the Panthers. Jets versus the Patriots. Now, Patriots, if y'all can't beat the Jets, then you have a serious problem. They were talking about that, I think, three straight losses or something like that for the Patriots. This is the most losses for them since, like, 1993 was, like, the weird record or whatever. I thought that was, like, wow. Tom Brady leaves and look at the struggle. Um, Chiefs versus the Titans. I chose the Chiefs. I don't know because you know the Chiefs defense right now. I'm going to say this. Chiefs defense is not great. And Derrick Henry already doesn't want have people that want to stop him. So needless to say, I th- and Julio Jones was just catching. Listen, that lineup, that's all I got to say. So I chose the Chiefs, but it sounds like my heart is with the Titans. We'll see. Falcons versus the Dolphins. I chose the Falcons. Lions versus the Rams. I chose the Rams, of course. <laughs> Sorry. Eagles versus the Raiders. I chose the Raiders. They're looking, they're looking on the up and up. Hey, keep your head high. Y'all got this. Bears versus the Bucks. I chose the Bucks. Texans versus the Cardinals. I chose the Cardinals, of course. And Saints versus the Seahawks. I chose the Saints. I also heard, and this could be rumor, it could be fake. I don't know. But I say rumored that the Seahawks, I think it was, just signed um, Cam Newton for like $1.6 million on a one-year contract. Go look it up. I'm telling you right now, if that's the case, it'd be interesting to see what the Seahawks do next. Remember, Russell Wilson, he was out there practicing, y'all, with his imaginary team. Russell Wilson was out there. He had an imaginary huddle. He had an imaginary snap. He had an imaginary pass. He had an imaginary breakthrough. He had an imaginary rush. He had an imaginary everything. That man don't sleep. He's like, I'm, you don't have to get ready if you stay ready. So there you go. You have my predictions. I'm so excited because next week I will be, um, this Sunday, of course, I'm going to watch the game. There's a game tonight because I am doing this on a Thursday. But after the week after next, on Halloween, I will physically be at the Atlanta Falcons versus the Panthers game. I will be there just in all. I'm going to take footage. I'm just going to get so much for you all because I want you to get behind the scenes of as much as I can get for Not Your Average Cheerleader. So when I come back and do that special episode, I'm going to be so excited to talk about my experience at that game and whatever cool stuff I get to do. So stay tuned. Stay with me. I appreciate every last one of you. Make sure you enjoy your weekend and you know, go eat some Halloween candy if that's your thing. Even if it's like gluten-free you know, sugar-free, whatever your thing is, go enjoy it. We are now getting on the brink of holiday season. Whatever your holiday is, make sure you celebrate it with family and friends and loved ones. I love you all. I will, of course, talk to you next week. Bye.